Hello, it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. I'm excited, but I always say I'm excited because otherwise I wouldn't do this. People know I am retired. I don't need to work anymore, but I learn so much from my guests and Cindy and I enjoy, afterwards we talk and we talk about how much we enjoyed our guests and usually how much we learned. So today is my friend, Lisa Stolman, Lisa Stolman Nutrition. And I really wanted Lisa to come on because Lisa sends me a newsletter. Now this is not an exaggeration. I don't know how many thousands of newsletters have I gotten in my career. And most of them I would click on if they're smart and there's a good subject line, you know, that's when you click on the newsletter. But I've been getting Lisa's and I said to her several months ago, you have to come in the new year. You have to be on the podcast because especially not just women beyond a certain age, but younger women, if they started reading Lisa's newsletter, I think that will save them so much heartache in the future. So good morning, Lisa, and thank you for coming. Good morning, Denise. Thanks for having me. Ah, I'm thrilled. Now, I, I'm not exaggerating, Lisa. I read your newsletter from, from the hello to the goodbye because this is really practical information that you have made concise. And I know, I also need to tell people that you have more letters after your name than anyone I've ever met. And if luckily, since I don't even know what half of them are, I wasn't intimidated. I thought, okay, just shoot me. She went to school a lot and learned her craft. Now, Lisa, we're gonna talk about today with you Healthy hacks for a healthy weight, which I think is wonderful. But I want to ask you this. How did you get into this to begin with? What made you interested in this? So when I was around 16, 17, I started working in a restaurant in Detroit where I grew up. And there was a fellow waitress that was very interested in nutrition. And she got me interested in nutrition. And, you know, the more I learned about it, I realized that I could really help people improve their health without going to medical school or doing some type of, you know, another type of science. So I went to school and I became a nutritionist. I moved to Manhattan and I went to NYU and they let me stay for my master's. So I got both degrees there living in Manhattan, which was the best place to go to nutrition school. And that was it. How impressive. So how long have you been doing this, Lisa? Have you been doing this for 30 years? For 30 plus years, yeah. Oh my God, that is really outstanding. Okay. Thank you. It's outstanding. All right, let's talk about health hacks for a healthy weight. Okay, health hacks for a healthy weight. So, so many people today are trying to lose weight like they are yes. every year. And I see it all the time. They lose weight usually not in a healthy way. And then they put the weight back on. And why? Immediately, Immediately. yeah. And because they didn't learn new habits. They were only concerned with the weight loss. And we have to be really careful because if you lose weight quickly, and what I mean by quickly, more than two pounds a week, you're losing muscle mass. So you can end up thin, but you're so flabby. You can't, you can't lose weight quickly and keep muscle mass. And it's really not healthy. It's not. No. And every time we try to lose weight, 
we lower our metabolic rate, your metabolism. So it's much better if you wanna lose weight to learn new habits that are sustainable. When I gained weight over my career, uh, Lisa, I was able to use every excuse. I worked 60 hours a week. I was really tired. The craft service table brought the donuts. I didn't buy the donuts. The donuts were there. Do you know what I mean? I mean right. Somebody else put the poison there. Oh, I'll just have one. Well, then one stretched to two. But oh. I was just saying I could make every excuse for myself, though I'd never had a weight problem before. But in I'm 70. But after 50, when menopause, I was going through menopause, but also my habits just got bad. I, there's no other way to describe it. Do you know what I mean? My habits just got bad. Right. So about 13 months ago, I decided, and very much what you're saying, I lose two pounds a month. So I've actually lost 24 pounds. And I'm so proud of myself and it, it hasn't been difficult. I keep track in a food journal of every single thing that goes in my mouth. Good for you. Now, at the same time as I did this, which speaking to your point, I, one of my oldest friends from childhood came down for breakfast and she had lost 14 pounds and she looked fabulous, but she had gone on this drastic drastic uh -huh. diet. Uh -huh. And so we had lunch and she lost the 14 pounds. We had lunch last week and she had gained 10 of them back. But I know that that's just not good for your body either, but it's also, it's so hard on your self-esteem and on keeping you motivated because you know what I mean? You lose the weight and you're so happy. And then if you gain it right back, that's not good for you. No, it's not. So, you know, the food journal is such a great tool and you know what else is really good weighing yourself if not each morning every other morning because then when you start to see the weight go up two three pounds you can take a step back and say you know what i have to stop snacking at night i have to start eating a smaller dinner but if you don't what happens you know sometimes when we as we get older we gain weight in different areas of our body and maybe the clothes are still fitting like you haven't really realized it so we have to get on the scale. You are so smart. Now I have to tell you, when I just did that saga about the 20 year weight gain, I didn't have a scale during any of that 20 years. So that was very clever of me, wasn't it? It was, I didn't have to face it. I agree with you. And you know what, Lisa, what's interesting to me about your healthy hacks, and I want you to tell us another one. And you just mentioned several weighing yourself and we've talked about the food journal oh yes, yes i worked you know with every diet guru in hollywood because i worked on their cookbooks uh -huh. and i use and as i when i gained weight i thought you know but i should be thin because i worked with richard simmons jenny craig um mariel hemingway i mean you name it i worked with health gurus but with everything that you're saying and that's why i love your newsletter so much None of it's extreme, but I always think of Richard Simmons just looking at me saying, move more, eat less. And he would say it in four words, you know what I mean? In four words, yeah. the man had an empire built on women wanting to lose weight, but he'd really say, move more, right. eat less. And so every morning I say to myself, move more, eat less. And it kind of condenses down what I'm trying to do. Right. Well, it's, it becomes like a mantra. Yes. 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 
Because we know as we age, when we gain weight, it impacts our health. You know, Lisa, I, I, if you, and it's, it's our joints, it's our heart, it's everything. It's just everything. Now, what do you do every day that you would tell us is good for our healthy weight? If we personalize it, eat more fiber. And what, you know, and, and many times people don't know what fiber is. Fiber is only in foods that grow from the ground. So it's only in plants. So it's fruits, vegetables, whole grains, beans, and nuts. Foods with fiber fill you faster. They take longer to digest. They help you go to the bathroom. They reduce your risk for colon cancer, type two diabetes, heart disease. Plus they lower inflammation. And they are the foods that, you know, that help feed your microbiome. So that they're really important for gut health. So plants are our friends. Repeat those five, tell us those five foods for fiber. Rich again, Lisa, just repeat. Fruit, fruit vegetables, whole grains, beans, and nuts. Okay. So perfect. I get it. Yes. And the one that's the least amount of calories are the non-starchy vegetables. So, you know, dietitians and nutritionists will say, eat more non-starchy vegetables, make those the biggest part of your diet. Yes. Meaning, you know, large salads, broccoli, cauliflower, zucchini, mushrooms, all of those that, that don't have a lot of starch in them. The, the byproduct of me losing 24 pounds, Lisa, is my husband has lost like 12 or 13, okay? Now, the whole reason is because I'm cooking. Right. I'm, I'm cooking the food every night. Well, <laughs> well, it doesn't matter what protein I serve, whether it's a piece of chicken, a little piece of lean steak, um, whatever, whatever the protein that I picked, eggs. Uh -huh. I am now filling half my dinner plate. There's a little piece of protein, but there's a gigantic portion of green beans, let's say, or a Excellent. And what's cute is, so this has all been in the last year. Sometimes now he eats and he goes, God, that was delicious. Cause I bought, I know it's trite and I'm not making a commission. I want people to know. I bought a George Foreman grill, the one that lives outside. Now people, you can laugh all you want. And I'd actually worked on that years ago with George Foreman. Uh -huh. Lisa, you don't, I, I put a little olive oil on the chicken or, you know, something right. like a chicken or the fish. But the bottom line is, the flavor from it is so much better that salt, pepper, a tiny bit of olive oil, and you, the salmon and everything just bursts and the vegetables uh -huh. too. So, you know, and you're not poaching or boiling any nutrients away. Right. But it's delicious. It, it is. It's so easy. You know it's what I mean? So it's easy. So easy. And it, I, don't, I used to say this all the time when we would feed talent lines before they would go on TV, if, um, I would say things like, you know, we made this dish, your chicken and broccoli dish, in less time than it takes to get a pizza delivered to your home, which is true. You know, you right. can. But I finished the meal and I, Kenny and I are eating and he always says, is there any more of that steak or salmon or another chicken in the back? And I go, no, but there's more green beans. And he what? always says, yeah, I had plenty of those. <laughs> so it is changing what you're looking at. 
Do you it know what is. It's changing. It is. And, and you know what we should also do? This helps with weight, but it helps reduce chronic disease and helps increase longevity. It launched, and we should be making the vegetables the focus of our meal. Like yes. instead of saying, okay, we'll make chicken and what, or fish and what, we should be saying, we'll make cauliflower and what, we'll make broccoli and what. We have to change the way we think. You are absolutely correct. And I, I love what you said about fiber, fiber. And that's the, you know what, this is again, I'm speaking personally, and I know everybody has such, but I have huge issues about food because I've been in food for 40 years. Do you know right, what I mean? right. I've it, I've styled it, I chefed, I, you know, I, I have a, a, a real attachment to food, but one of the easiest things to me, Lisa's also been when you said snacks, I measure it. I mean, I'm not a fanatic in any way because I have found, and that's a whole nother podcast that you were going to do about not using the word dieting, which I think is so important. Okay. I think most of us hear the word diet. Sometimes we give up before we can even get to it. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's, but I stopped having tra- crackers, whether they were whole wheat around in the house. And I have mixed nuts. So I know they're higher, you know, they're high in calories. But if I eat a tiny, I'm saying a quarter of a cup or less. Right. I snack on those when I'm hungry. I don't look for anything else to eat until dinner. Do you know what I mean? Whereas they're so much better for you. So much better. Right. And I would used to instead would eat half the I was hungry instead of grabbing a piece of fruit or eating, you know, uh-huh. making a small salad, I would eat crackers and the crackers were just, even the healthier crackers were high in calories. And of course they, they don't do anything for you. They don't fill you. The no. vegetables, they fill you. Yes. And the nuts and the beans, they fill yes. you. Now, every, when you're talking about this, Lisa, you must have some cooking hacks for us. Lisa's newsletter, we're going to have all the information, of course, on the Facebook page. I get a, I get a recipe from you almost every time you send out a newsletter, Lisa. Right. It's every time. Every time. It makes such a difference. Oh, um, oh, no, it makes such a difference. The one I'm looking at here is Tropical Avocado Margarita Pops. Ah, this looks delicious. Now, oh, so when you are cooking and you said beans, and that's why I say this, how can people easily get more beans in their diet without having to, you know, I mean, I, I cook beans, but okay. I also, I, I don't always want to soak them and I don't always want to use an Instapot. So how can people get more beans in their diet? So easy. Buy canned beans, buy canned and just rinse them. Okay. You know, it's so interesting. The liquid in the beans, like in the chickpeas, we call it aquafaba. You can actually take that liquid and whip it and and use it as an egg replacement. Okay. It's really amazing. I haven't done it. Now I haven't either. I haven't either. Okay. Now that you say it, I'm going to do it. I have seen people do that. And I thought, right. How did someone discover that? I have no idea. We do eat in my house. I eat a whole, we eat a lot of uh, kidney beans and a lot of black beans. And the reason is I find the canned ones to be pretty wonderful. Uh And I throw a can of those in almost anything. It can be marinara sauce. And I know that's, I'm changing. uh, That's not, 
you know, don't beat me up, police, for no, it's fine. But I, I put it in chili, I put it in tacos, I put a can of beans and a whole lot of things. Sometimes I put black beans in the scrambled eggs and right. then put a little diced avocado on top. And my husband says, how can this be so delicious? But I find that that's an easy way for, and I always say the same thing to him, we're stretching it. I said, I'm stretching the food, I'm stretching especially, you know, I'm, I'm stretching calories. I'm stretching everything by adding a can of beans. You are, and you're adding more years to your life because you're adding a lot more fiber, a lot of B vitamins, a lot of iron, but you can put them in salads. You can mash them up with a fork. Yes. And you can use them instead of tuna fish and make a, a, a it's like a chickpea salad, but it, it looks and tastes like tuna. You just use chickpeas in place of the tuna and add whatever else you would add to tuna fish salad. Oh my God. Oh, that's so a great good. idea. It's that's really good. I'll send you my recipe. That's it's, a great idea. Really well, when we have your have all your information up, uh, Lisa, I know that Cindy will ask you for one or two recipes because then people go to the Facebook page, they hit the podcast or they go to Podbeam and listen to the podcast. But they love seeing some of the recipes. Do you have another hack for us? When you mentioned not using the word diet, I think that's yes. so important. We need to, and it's not that diet is a bad word. Diet just means what we eat you know, in a day. And it's humans that have made the word diet sound bad. But if we would just start thinking of healthy eating and not, not feel shamed if we ate too much one day or we went to a party and ate foods that aren't so good for us, all you do is get back on track the next day. There's none of this, you know, I'm giving up because I was bad. You're not, you're not bad. Nobody's bad. It's just I, I human nature. It. Give yourself some grace. I said this I had a, a, she was very famous in LA for a while. This is 20 years ago, Lisa. Uh -huh. She got a TV show. Okay. okay. And she had worked with all celebrities she, and she was wonderful. Okay, uh -huh. don't get me wrong. This is just, okay. but she, she would redo people's diets. So she uh -huh. took the foods they loved, obviously gave them recipes that were less in calories. You know, the beginning of this kind of redo stuff that people- Right, were right. Doing trying to get a healthier balance. Uh -huh. well, the problem was she was, she shamed people so much. Do you see what I'm saying? No. I would, I'm working my tail off for her show and I wasn't thin, but I certainly, you know, but uh -huh. she saw me across the room, like having a glass of orange juice. Oh. She would scream out, you might as well just drink a quart of sugar. And I'm so wrong. You know what? And she probably wasn't a trained dietitian, right? It, 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 it's so wrong. It was so, well, I think she was, but it was so wrong. And of course she, had, it's like, it was probably the only five minutes I had in a 10 hour day to uh -huh. myself. Do you know what I mean? Because right. I was in the set. But I remember thinking later on, and her, she moved on to do other things. I don't think, I mean, she, enough people got in the field that she didn't have all the answers, but also, I think that she didn't have the personality to work with people. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Because right. if you shame people or hurt their feelings, how can you teach them? Right. And, right. And I hear from young you know, women, they'll tell me they met with a dietitian you know, years ago and they made them feel bad. Exactly. So they, and it's just, it's not, 
You know, even a doctor that makes you feel bad, find another doctor. Nobody should be put through that. I couldn't agree more. And it's wonderful you say, and I, I know this is my favorite, Lisa, and I'll tell you, because people do have the wrong. See, I love that you call it Lisa Stoneman Nutrition because nutrition is so important. And we've learned in the past couple of decades, nutrition is more important than ever. Right. Lisa, my, my mother in the 50s, we did buy bakery bread, but we could only eat brown bread, as she used to say. We'd go to the bakery and we would get whole wheat bread. And now in the 50s, I'm going to tell you something. We would all trade lunches on the sidewalks. I mean, I mean, on this play yard. And when people saw me take that brown bread out of the bakery, people say things like, I don't want to trade with you. And my mother was making things like, because we were Italian, leg of lamb sandwiches or real thin roast beef that she had actually roasted and carved. Do you know what I mean? Uh -huh. or, or tuna fish. We never got peanut butter and jelly and we never got Cheetos and we never got wampum and we never got snowballs. We got like a sandwich on brown bread and two or three pieces of fruit. No trading value in the <laughs> Right, right. None whatsoever as processed foods was coming in. But I can remember, Lisa, her saying, I mean, my mother knew about nutrition before it was in vogue, though she was just all, you know, she used to always just say, we, and we would go to our friend's house and say, they eat margarine. Now, don't ask me why that impressed us, you know what I mean? But since my, we wanted margarine, I guess, because we saw advertisements too. And my father owned grocery stores, Lisa. So my yeah. mother would say, girls, margarine has a lot of chemicals in it. So we're, yes. we just, we, uh, I use real butter or olive oil. Just use, you know, don't have to use so much. On right. She would right. say stuff like that. Well, of course, she's long, she's gone. But mm -hmm. inside, I think to myself, my mother was saying all this stuff that I am finally learning when right. I was a baby. Right. Crazy. It is crazy. And so many things that I learned when I was in college have changed so much. Like even the margarine, we would tell people, use the margarine, it lowers your cholesterol. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Exactly. No. I think, Lisa, that's in where we are now in 2022. I think the last decades have been, you know, you have to eat low fat and then there's been so many changes in everything, what you're talking about. Oh, it, it, people are just confused and that's why they're afraid of food. Right, and it, it's sad. It's very sad. It is, and it, it's, you know, you can go see five different dietitians and get different advice. You can see five different doctors and get different advice. There needs to be, you know, it needs to be more concise. I but agree. Yeah, people are. People are very confused. Do you think, uh, now to me, all I can see is, and this again, Lisa, changes in my lifetime. I'm just speaking about uh -huh. when I see, when I was a kid, and I know that was like, well, we were all getting lots of exercise because we were pulling wagon trains across the prairies. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, there were, uh, this is sad to say, and I'm again, I'm not trying to demean anyone but when I was a kid as a school up until high school there was always only like one fat child in my class do you know what I mean right, there, were no right, right. there were so much less fat people oh yeah and so when I look 
when I would go to speak at personal chef conferences or IACP or any place like that, and I would see incredibly beautiful young women, but they're 20 and 30 and they were already Mm-hmm. 20 or 30 pounds overweight. And I say this to my young friends, I say to them, don't get fat because you don't know how much harder it's going to be. It's, I'm not talking about vanity or bathing suits or, or, de, you know, or um, denial. I'm just saying that I can, it's so much harder as you get older it's harder to lose the weight and to keep, you have to really be vigilant about a healthy diet. You do. And you know, what I find too, is as we get older, it's not even so much that it's harder. It's that our lifestyle is different. You know, when, as a woman, when you're younger, or if you're single, it can be a lot easier when you have a family or you, you know, living with the husband, it is, it's, it's much harder. You know, it, it, it definitely is. And, you know, when I, I've been around children and yes, when the child get lots of ice cream cone or you've bought some cookies for the kids, then right. you, or you clean their plates. Do you know what I mean? Right. I used you to do that. Right. Plates because I know it's very difficult. It's the other thing I try to say to, I found as I've aged, you have every, if you haven't developed some sort of exercise idea, whatever it is, swimming, walking, riding your bike. Well, then I said this to a girlfriend and we were laughing so hard, but it's not funny, Lisa. All of a sudden you get old and you can't ride your bike (laughs) because you have a bad knee or you can't walk as far because you have a bad knee or you can't, you know what I mean? It's a, it can be a very vicious cycle if you don't do some pre-planning. Right. So that's why we have to keep moving. And that's also another good reason for keeping your weight down because weight is the worst problem for lack of activity. You know, when you have to support extra pounds, it's much harder to walk a long distance. Absolutely. Do some type of, you know, strength training. Yeah. You got to keep moving. I'll tell you, it was very interesting last week, Lisa, I was in San Francisco where I grew up, where I went Uh to school. Well, because you don't drive in San Francisco, unless you like to frustrate yourself. Right. My And I walk every day here in Ventura. I walk my dogs. And what I've been trying to do is increase. I take my dogs for their walk, but then I go out in the afternoon for a second walk just for myself to get another two or 3,000 steps in. So Good that, you. yeah, I have to. But when I was in San Francisco last week, because I have a step counter, which is free on my phone, a free uh-huh. step counter. Oh, and it, it tells me everything. If I've burned any calories, you know, how many minutes I walked, how many steps, it's a wonderful thing. I did like almost three times as many steps in San Francisco last week without trying just by meeting people because they wow. meet you at the Embarcadero. So when I came home, I was saying to my husband, he said, God, you, cause I went all around the city. Uh-huh. Um, and he said, so did you take cabs? I said, no, I walked. And he said, that was a long way. But you know, it's when you read it on your phone, oh, it says a mile and a half. That seems like so long when you say it out loud. But when I walked it, it was, right. it was a 25 minute walk. It's like the same thing in Manhattan, which is a walking city. You yeah. can walk miles. You don't even realize it because there's so much to look at. And so much more interesting. So much more interesting. 
That's what I say to people here that I, and I, I have done this also, Lisa, if I don't have something that makes me leave my house, and this is really to retired people, because and with COVID, I think right. it's also been so hard on people because they oh. weren't supposed to go anywhere. I go out and I'll just say to my husband, I purposely didn't buy fruit yesterday at the market so that I have to go out today to another market because I park my car from the farthest spot from the front of Sprouts. And then I walk, uh -huh. I walk around, you know, the shopping center. I don't have to buy anything, but I just walk because again, it adds another 3000 steps to my. Right. To my have, you, have you ever heard of the walk at home app? No, it is so fabulous. Talk to us about it. Okay. So it, it's like $4.99 a month. Okay. You can do it on your phone and six days a week, they have every, every day, six days a week, they have a new workout and they're from 15 minutes long to 75 minutes long. And you can choose the one you want to fit your schedule, or you can do it two different ones, three different ones in a day. But that's what I've been doing since the pandemic. If I don't walk outside, I exercise in my kitchen. I exercise in my bedroom. You don't need a big room, but it's fabulous. And if you do a, a half an hour class, you've walked two miles. Every 15 minute length of a class, you've walked a mile. And tell me the name of the app again. Walk at home. Okay, that's too it's good. fabulous. It's so good. Lisa, I cannot thank you enough. If you, all of these are such, these hacks as you call them, you know, it makes common sense. It's all of it makes common sense. When you look at the ingredients on snack foods or different things, I always like it when people buy protein bars and some of them are certainly healthier right. than others. Cindy and I have to tell you, we worked on many of them. Lisa, uh -huh. some of them were so ugly, but they were the healthier ones, but they okay. were so ugly when we were doing like commercials, we didn't take them out of the package. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> because nobody wanted to see what that looked like, but it was delicious and it was healthier for you. And then when I seen, I don't want to say the brand, but when I see some of them, well, they're kind bars, I know yeah. they see stuff and they're delicious, but it's basically a candy bar. No, they're not. You don't think so? No, they're not. One, okay. one. They were formulated for people with glucose problems. They have okay. one teaspoon one teaspoon of sugar in the whole bar. Okay. Your favorite bar. Okay, well that's pretty good. I always feel like when I'm eating it that I'm just eating a candy bar. Doesn't it taste so good? Oh, it tastes so good. It's they're so good. And they're they're so good for you. They have four grams of fiber and seven grams of protein in a bar. Oh, for God's sakes. Thank they're God. Excellent. Thank God, thank God you told me that, Lisa. I will let go my of my, okay. I do, I buy them all the time. When I usually buy something like that, it's if I'm in an airport. Right. As I'm running and you never know if any, if the airlines is even gonna give you a- um, A snack. A snack. <laughs> and I was just flying on planes. Boy, they don't give you much anymore, but that's all right. Well, Miss Lisa, thank you. Is there anything you want to tell us that I didn't ask you? How do people reach you? They can reach me right on my website, lisastolmanrd.com. If they want to email me, lisa at lisastolmanrd.com. 
Perfect. Well, Lisa, we'll have all this, your information up when, when we broadcast your podcast. And I cannot thank you enough. For people that want to reach out to Cindy and I, you email us at womanbeyond at icloud.com. You should always go to our Facebook page. And uh, people are welcome to ask us questions. Most of the time, and I understand this in people, they don't ask us on the site. They private message us because people, and I don't blame them. Do you know what I mean? People don't want to say sometimes things are private and they just don't want to share. But anyway, Lisa, thank you so much. This has been fascinating. And I found out about kind bars. Now I have have to take back all the negative thoughts I had about them when I was eating. When I travel, I take at least two kind bars for each day that I'm gone. Just because two of them could be a meal. If you get up late or you don't want to eat a heavy breakfast at a hotel, you can have two kind bars and make coffee in your room. And then what, you know, so when I get home, whatever I've left, I have left, but I always have enough for two a day. Very smart. Just in case. That's an excellent hack. Well, thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Cindy, as always. Cindy was trying to tell me something in a message, but, uh, well, I think it was that she uses a lot of garbanzo beans. So we'll have to see. So that's a teaser for next time that we're going to talk about Cindy and garbanzo beans because that should drive people to the site, Cindy. (laughs) Thank you so much, ladies. A woman beyond a certain age at our Facebook page. And thank you so much. And everyone be well. Bye. Bye. Bye.